Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. After we got yesterday's show all recorded and uploaded, we got a notification that we did indeed come in number one on the hot 50 list for the month of June, meaning the big picture, you guys voted us number one for 12 consecutive months. And we didn't get to acknowledge that on yesterday's regular episode, but we are so excited that we dropped a bonus episode in the middle of the afternoon. If you haven't heard it, it's out there. And we didn't even mention on the episode, I don't think, the bonus episode, that um, Jeff is the number two dad in podcasting. Number two asterisk. I have the same asterisk after that (laughs) as I do after your number two mom win because... uh, the number one dad in podcasting is Howie Mandel, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, I'll come in number two to Howie Mandel any day of the week. That's fine. But his podcast started last month. Yeah. And there's no way that people voted for him because they didn't even know he had a pod. They're just now finding out that he had a podcast. Right. You know, and he just happened to be the cover story. So I get it. I get it. I get it. You got to sell your magazines. That's fine. So I'm the number two dad in podcasting asterisk. And Callie (laughs) is the number two mom in podcasting asterisk. Do you think one of us actually wasn't number two and they had to move one of us to Uh, number two to make the other one not feel bad about themselves? No. One of us wasn't number two. Have you met our audience, our community, our army? They don't do anything number two, right? They do everything number, they, they don't do it. No, we were both number one. Okay. We were both number one, but we had to get bumped back for the cover story, which is totally fine. But I was actually kind of proud about it. Yeah, that's so awesome. And I, you are the number one dad in my heart, so. Well, actually, no, not a very good dad because yesterday during the entire show, Never once acknowledged that it was Ellie's seven-month birthday. Oh. Womp womp. Womp womp. We're not really those people, though. Have you noticed that? Like, do you take the monthly picture that says, like, seven months or? You know, I did it for two months, and then I was like, oh, this is too hard. I mean, we take two dozen pictures of her. A day. Each. A day. Every day. Right. And they're all archived by date. Yeah. So we can just scroll back. And, I mean, it is remarkable how many pictures of that kid. It's kind of ridiculous. It's got to stop. But Ellie Dollar, even though we did not acknowledge that she was seven months yesterday in the bonus episode that Jeff was just talking about, um, she is- Or the regular, but we didn't acknowledge her in any episode. We didn't acknowledge that- Okay, I'm trying to dig us out of a hole here. Can you you roll with me, please? All right, go ahead. She was on the episode, the bonus episode. So she made a feature. Yeah, on the- yeah. Normally when we record, it's either after she's gone to bed or we do it and during her long nap window. Uh, but we are so excited to to do a bonus episode talking about 
12 consecutive months that were like, Ellie can just sit here. She did great for most of it. 22 of the 25 minutes. Yeah. Which is awesome. So enjoy the Ellie's cameo, the last three minutes of the bonus episode, episode 579, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because this is 580. So, yep. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for every single person who has ever listened to this show and given us a minute of your time. Love you. So grateful for you. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Fresh Fish. Um, we always oh, go like we, to, when we leave the beach, we always get fresh fish. I think we talked about that yesterday. And yeah. We had it for dinner last night and I won't say it was like the best you've ever made, but the fish, the quality of the fish was so good. And I didn't burn it or anything. And yeah, I you didn't burn I, it. I cooked it perfectly well. Uh, so fish is hard though. It just needed more very, seasoning. Yeah. It's very thick though. So I feel like it's like harder to like, you know, for the seasoning to like get in there. Cause they're like, I think I get, yeah. What if you sous vide it? No, it was can fine. Sous vide. Yeah. You can sous vide it, but that's too much work. Oh. It was, I was fine cooking it. The doneness was done. The fish was beautiful. The temperature was great. The problem is I think it's just a plain fish kind of. Well, you don't yeah. think it has a real deep flavor, so it needs a lot of seasoning. And I just went with a lame olive oil and lime, like the first recipe I found online. Right. It didn't do anything for it. Yeah. We so, should like blacken it or something. Yeah. That's next time. Delish. Now, anyway. all right. Now we got to go back to the beach to go to our dirty little fish shop. Oh, man. Oh, Dang. man. Um, so everyone is kind of talking right now about Naomi Osaka and she dropped out of the French open citing mental health reasons. And basically, I don't know. Okay. So here's the thing. She's well, the a wildly reason, successful tennis the, player. At clarification, I think she dropped out because she didn't want to be a distraction, right? She brought up mental health issues and said, I will not be participating in the press conferences. If the, I, I think this is right. And correct me if I'm wrong, but she dropped out because she didn't want to participate in the press conferences. And she said, look, I understand you're going to find me $10,000 a day or some crazy amount, but my mental health won't allow me to, to deal with that. Like I can't, that's too much pressure. And then it blew up. And, and so she just said, you know what? I'm a distraction. I'm out. And she left. Yeah. And I, I mean, I didn't read it that, I mean, I've heard a couple of different, you know, back and forths about it, but, um, pretty much they, she was like, I'm not going to do any press for the French open. I I'm, I'm not going to do it. And the, whoever it is, like the organizers were like, well, you signed a contract, you have to show up, you have to do press for us. And she's like, I, 
I honestly can't. Like, I'll take the fines, whatever. I'm out. And then she she bowed out completely out of the French Open, you know, citing that she has a lot of anxiety and depression that she deals with. And the press conferences are a trigger for her. It's really hard for her to be in front of cameras and answering questions as um, and, you know, the thing about being the person that's on the other side of those cameras, you don't know what people are going to ask. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like you get the questions beforehand. And even if you are really anxious, like they could throw something her way that really just is a huge trigger for her that makes her not OK. And if you're not OK and then you do something that triggers it. I mean, it could be really bad. And I I was irritated. Well, then it could affect her game. It's just, it's difficult to explain the, the tightrope that people who struggle with, with especially like anxiety type things sometimes walk because one little thing can push you off balance and then you're wobbly for the rest of the, in her case, tournament. Yeah. And I also feel like what I was disappointed in the most, and this, it was so, as someone who struggles with anxiety and depression, like this is the sentence of the response from who is it? The organization's president just was like, oh yeah, you don't get it. He said that they're sorry and sad for her and he wishes her the quickest possible recovery. Yeah. I'm like, you don't, you don't know. Like, cause you don't really, I don't think you ever really recover from anxiety and depression. You learn how to cope with it and you learn how to live and exist with it. But it's not like once you learn how to deal with it, it goes away completely forever. And it's not, you know what I mean? Like you don't really recover from depression. I, okay. You I can be in a better place, but I don't think recovery is really the. I'm trying to. My point is, I don't think he gets it. Whenever I analyze or think about stuff like this, I try to, you know me, I love an analogy, right? Yeah. So if she showed up, I would be interested to know if a player showed up and let's say that there was, um, I don't know what it would be called, like a showcase or something that she was supposed to participate in, you know, like maybe a, uh, you know, they play at a, 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 a different tennis court and it's a showcase for youth and tennis. Okay. And she's supposed to play. And she said, Hey, my knee is bugging me. I don't want to participate in this showcase because it may impact my ability to play in the tournament. Would the response be different? Would he say, or she, whoever made the answer, would they say, well, you signed a contract. You just work through it, figure it out, or would they respect the fact that she has a physical injury? Well, and if we're getting into semantics, I would assume that her contract, the contract says that physical injury, you know what I mean? Like there's probably a clause in there that talks about physical injury. I'm sure there is any time uh, that you're dealing with professional athletes because right. injuries happen. So I think that's a little bit different, but I get what you're saying in that it wouldn't be so shocking and everyone's like shocked. Here's the thing that also is just kind of, I don't know, a, a point that I would like to make. I think it's very brave what she did. And I think that 
is like, that's the heart of a champion right there. Like taking care of yourself and knowing how to say, no, I'm not going to do this and how to create boundaries for yourself. If something had happened to her or her mental health was in a downward spiral and things got really bad, what is something that people say after someone, you know, either overdoses or attempts suicide or any of those things, people say, well, I wish I would have known. Well, I wish they would right. have said something. Well, I wish there were red flags. This I wish is, there were all of this. This is, this is a shining something. example of someone that is speaking up and saying, this will make me not okay. And yes. I'm not doing that. So to me, I'm like, good on you, girl. Like you, yes. And thank you for standing up for so many people that struggle with mental health issues because- we always say that, but we wait until something bad happens. And then we're like, oh, well, if they would have just said something, we would have been totally understanding. Well, no, you wouldn't have. And that, Maybe not. and that this is an example of why people don't say things because it becomes such a big deal. Well, and I feel bad for her too, because if the, if the press and stuff like that is a trigger for her, like, I hope she's not on her phone. Like, I hope she's not re, you know what I but mean? But it doesn't have to be like, you keep saying the press has to be a trigger. I don't think the press has to be a trigger. There are some people who only have a capacity for so much. It doesn't necessarily. No, 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 no. I completely agree. But I just mean the amount of input. Cause sometimes it can get overwhelming yeah, but, when you, you know, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the press conferences. I'm comparing an athlete who knows right, right, exactly right. what they need to to perform. perform and compete at the top of their game. What if she knows what that is? And that's why she stepped away from, from the press stuff. Because in order for her to be an elite competitor, she needs minimal distraction, complete focus. Right. Because she struggles with too much input. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it doesn't necessarily have to be something like, oh, it's a trigger. Oh, it's a thing. Oh, it's going to result in depression. Oh, it's going to result in anxiety. What if it's just her being mature enough to say, I would like to win this tournament in the way that my body operates at 100% is this way. Mm -hmm. Like nobody would come down on another athlete for saying, yeah, I got to take an ice bath for an hour every night. Right. I've got to get a massage before every whatever. Nobody would say that, you know? Right. So it just, yeah. It just. The, she's awesome. She's awesome. I think she's awesome for saying it. I think she's awesome for saying, I don't want to be a distraction and stepping away from it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that my thing coming away from this is it's just a bummer that the tournament's response to her hopefully doesn't prevent other people from coming forward about yeah. what helps them be them best, their best selves. Uh, completely changing subjects and going back a couple days to the review I wanted to leave about the, the condo we rented mm -hmm. that was less than perfect. Yeah. So how about this trickery that happened? I got a message that said the landlord, for lack of a better word, whoever the owner. the owner or the management company or whatever, has left a review of you as a guest. And the only way you can see it 
is to leave a review for them. So now I have the pressure of what if this guy wrote a wonderful review? I'm assuming it's a guy. What if this person wrote a wonderful glow? Why does it matter? Review of me. And then I go in and I'm like, your paint was splotchy and it smelled funny. But you were going to do it in a nice way. I know, but still. what You if, cannot be bribed. Or the other thing is, what if I'm like, all right, I'm just going to leave a standard review. And what if he's like, these tenants were awful. Like they broke the door off the dryer thing. It smelled funny when I got in there. And then I write it. Like, no, oh. I think you can leave an honest but pleasant review. I don't think that changes anything. But that is like weird that it's like tit for tat. <laughs> Right. Like, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Very odd. Apparently, it's standard practice because it was like a form email from, it was Airbnb. Hmm. So, and they know what they're doing. They're pretty successful. Yeah, a little. I think they'll be around for a while. So, uh, I'm still deciding what to do. I, I am going to write the upside version of the review that we talked about just because I like that challenge. You know? Yeah. I appreciate the coating on the outside of all the windows, the muted colors and slightly out of focus imagery through the glass really forced me to turn on my imagination. So thank you for that gift. I have a cool story and I really, it reminded me of, we told a story months ago about this pregnant woman. I mean, super pregnant, like what was she? Seven, eight months, seven months pregnant, I think. Um, who her husband was attacked by a shark and she jumped in and saved his life, which is crazy. Even crazier is that we know the person like that's it wasn't like, oh, yeah, check that. No, 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 no. This legitimately happened. We told this. We told the story on the show. And it turns out that one of the people who work with moms on call, we had just started talking to them about working with them. One of the people that we've been working with calls us up and goes, yeah, that's my sister-in-law. I mean. What? Unreal. Unreal. So I read this story that I'm about to tell you the other day, and I think there's got to be something to this, like, mother's, like a mama bear. Is this another fight or flight? Is this another pregnant woman? Yes. There is a mom, five months pregnant. And saw three kids drowning in Lake Michigan. Like they were screaming for help. And she called 911 and she's like, you know what? These kids aren't going to make it before. Cause I guess like the undercurrent or whatever you call it was like super, super intense. So the woman jumped in and rescued them. They weren't her own kids. Not her own kids. She doesn't know them. Five months pregnant. The kids had minor injuries and that's it. Saved all three of them. Uh Uh-huh. There's, yeah. I think there's some sort of like mom, some mama adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think it has to be like your own kid. Well, obviously it doesn't have to be right. your own kids, but she's just like, it's like the fight or flight. You think? Yeah. Crazy. Anyways, I just thought that was interesting. 
There are a couple things that you can do to make sure that your immune health is performing at the top of its game. Exercise is proven to boost immunity. You can also make sure you get plenty of sleep that is proven to boost immunity. And making sure you've got the right stuff in your body to give immunity the boost that it needs. One way to get that stuff is with liquid IV hydration multiplier plus immune support. You're going to get hydrated. You're also going to get a boost of vitamin C, zinc, and something called Wellmune in these convenient single-serve packets. It's going to help you build and strengthen your immune system. Wellmune is a naturally sourced beta-glucan that's proven to help strengthen your immune system. Get your liquid IV hydration multiplier plus immune support in bulk at Costco or order online. You'll get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using the promo code upside at liquidiv.com. If finding a therapist has been on your to-do list for longer than you care to admit, you are going to love BetterHelp. They make the hard process of finding a therapist as seamless for you as possible. BetterHelp will assess your needs online and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's safe and it's private and it's online. It is so convenient. Visit betterhelp.com upside and answer a few questions about yourself. They're going to match you up with this licensed professional counselor specific to what you're trying to accomplish. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours, all without having to scour the internet for hours, trying to find somebody that you like, or sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. You can schedule a time with your therapist over the phone or via video chat from the comfort of your own home. If you don't click with the therapist you match with, BetterHelp makes it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash upside. If I told Told you there was something you could do that took very little effort but would put money in your pocket every single time you shopped online, would you do it? Because I'm about to. Something called Honey. Honey is a thing that you install on your computer, on your web browser, and it scours the internet for promo codes and coupons and applies the best one to every shopping cart that you complete online. So you are going to save money on any purchase that Honey finds a deal for. And they're currently supporting 30,000 stores. I've saved money on clothes. I've saved money on electronics. They have saved over $2 billion for their 17 million members. That's $2 billion. Why wouldn't you claim part of those savings starting today? If you don't already have Honey, you could be missing out on free savings. It's free. It installs in just a few seconds. And by getting it, you're going to be putting money in your pocket. You're going to be doing your bank account a huge favor. And of course, you're also going to be supporting this podcast. Go to joinhoney.com slash upside. That's joinhoney.com slash upside and install Honey today. Today's quote of the day is... 
When you have a dream, you've got to grab it and never let go. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Uh, The very first one, thank you to Julia, who listens to this show, and sent me this uh, from this month's Health Magazine. We were talking about how Lily has a little separation anxiety, we think. Yeah. She's a little bit anxious. She was chewing on her own tail. Uh, I haven't noticed her doing it in the past 24 hours. So I think it's definitely related to us being us being gone. Yeah. Poor little Lily. Uh, so Julia sent this article and said, or this article says going back to work and leaving your dog at home might make you want to give your dog a big hug and have there be a long goodbye. Mm -hmm. You should not do that. It will ramp up your pet's anxiety because they'll think something significant is happening. If you just walk out the door, like you're running to CVS for some band-aids and you'll be back in 10 minutes, then your dog will be much less anxious and will be more calm when they're there alone, which is totally true because Lily especially knows when we're packing and stuff, loading a car up. Yeah. If she, if she knows that we're, like carrying multiple things downstairs and putting them in the car. She knows that means we're going to be gone for a while. And she's like, do not like. Yeah. She does not like it at all. That kind of reminds me of the similar advice that moms on call gave us, um, about introducing dogs to our baby. And they basically said, don't make a big deal out of it because the dogs will feed off of your energy and just don't make like, act like it's Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like the, Oh, this is just what we do now. And yeah, here's our new roommate and it's very tiny. Please stop licking it. Uh, My second random thing is William Dampler was a pirate in the 1600s. He was also a foodie and he wrote extensively about his food discoveries while doing pirate things. Pirate things. Yeah. Because of him. We have the following words in the English la- English language. Guacamole. What? He invented the word guacamole. Uh, barbecue. He invented the word barbecue. Tortilla. Chopsticks. And soy sauce. All of that stuff, all of those words were coined by pirate William Dampler. Huh. Yep. Uh, and... My third random thing, this applies to dads also, but not as extensively. It's more severe for moms. Uh, But according to research, regularly getting less than six or seven hours of sleep a night when you're a new mom can leave a woman's body feeling and chemically changing to be three to seven years older. Oh my gosh. So the presence of a newborn and especially if you're breastfeeding, so you have to get up. How many, how often do you have to get up at night if you're breastfeeding? Like three times? I don't know. I didn't do it for that long. Yeah. But anyways, especially if you're breastfeeding, uh, your body will age from three to seven years in the first six months of your newborn's life. Those are my three random things. On yesterday's show, we talked about scenes from a movie 
that have made you never do something again in real life. Meaning what we were talking about specifically, and I didn't know what Jeff was going to say and he didn't know what I was going to say. And we both had the same one, which is the logger, the logging truck from Final Destination. Yeah, it was, um, we had a lot of people correct us. It was Final Destination 2. You know, they all run together. The plot, I don't, I can't even remember the details of the plot. I just remember what happened to people. And for whatever reason, on our trip down to Florida and back from Florida, like close to the Florida Georgia line, so many of those trucks, I felt like I was playing a weird video game to get out from behind them. Because it's just not, if you've seen that movie, it's just not allowed. If you know, you know. Right. And we got so many messages. So, but we even got a message from somebody, I think I put it in the montage at the end of the show, from somebody saying, thank you so much for saying that because I have family members who have never seen that movie and they don't get it. They laugh at me. No, it's no laughing matter. Hey guys, it's Amber in Atlanta. Things from movies that have ruined you that you can't, um, you can't do something because of mine's a book, but in ninth grade, uh, I read the bean trees by Barbara Kingsolver. Great book. Still love it. Still love her. She's one of my favorite authors. But the opening chapter talks about a tire blowing up in somebody's face when they fill it with air. And to this day, I cannot fill my own tires. I either take it to like Firestone where I got the tires and they'll do it for you. Or the only exception is those fancy tire machines that I learned about from you, Jeff, um, that you put in the number of what your tire pressure should be and it does it for you. Because, yeah, just not doing it. Not filling tires. Can't do it. Thanks, Barbara Kingsolver. Y'all have a good day. I have never read that book, but I think about that every single time I'm putting air in my tires. Like, what if this thing blows up? Right. And to piggyback on what she said about the automatic machines, Costco has the best ones and there's no charge. I think you have to be a member or you're supposed to be a member to use them. But uh, like the Costco closest to us, they're back by the tire center. Appropriate. Uh, and they latch on to your valve stem so you don't even have to, like, you just put it on there. That's the best. You push the button down and then you type the number in and you just stand back and just. Costco's the best. And then when it's done, it releases. One thing that I am scared of or that I still do not do to this day is I do not swim in water that is, that you cannot see my feet. Due to the movie Piranha, I do not swim in lake water. I do not swim in the ocean, and I live in Florida. Thank you. Bye. I would just like to know why anyone would ever watch that movie. I've seen that movie, and it ruined an entire summer of using our neighbor's pool. Why would you watch that? Because I don't know. Because I was probably. That's like, I don't get. It's like the same thing. Like, why would anyone ever watch the movie Snakes on a Plane? I, like the title enough. I don't need to know a plot. I don't need to know whatever. All I know is Snakes on a Plane and it's not happening. Piranhas, not happening. I was. I don't know how old I was, but our next door neighbors, the Gibsons, had a pool. And. An above I, ground pool. Of course. And they were. Kylie's so fascinated by the above ground pools of upstate New York. Because everyone there has yeah, them. And, and they, people in the South, just it's not as common, I don't think. Um, but they had a 
pool. And I remember we were allowed to, I was allowed to use it where we were, my family was, but I was, you know, I was a kid, so I could go in there every single day. And I saw that movie and I think for two months I didn't go in there because I was convinced a piranha was going to swim through all the pipes and the hoses and stuff and get into the pool and get me. That was my question as to why it was an above, if it was an above ground pool, because I'm like, how would it get to you? But the the pipes got it. Yeah, the filter system, yeah. right? Do people, quick side note, do people in upstate New York have above ground pools because below ground would freeze? Like it would crack? Like, can you physically have a pool up there? <laughs> Um, Is that dumb? Well, our neighbors across the street have an in-ground pool, but I don't know if you have to heat it or drain it. You know what it. I mean? Because it seems like- It might also be- All I'm thinking is the time that you, we were at a cemetery and you broke the bird feeder with all the water in it. You know what I mean? Because it was like, you barely touched it and it was like, so yeah. all I was thinking of is like a big cement underground pool in somewhere that's cold, like that cold and just cracking everything. It might be a, I really don't know why, but every pool I swam in growing up, virtually every pool I swam in, swam in growing up was an above, above ground, ground pool. pool. Yeah. Hey guys, I was listening to the podcast today. And one thing I will not do because of a TV show is years, years and years ago on ER, there was a truck in front of a car and the truck had ladders tied to it and the ladders came flying off ran into the car and like decapitated the person in the car. And because of that, I will never ride behind a truck with ladders on it. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> she says, she tells them story. <laughs> about something. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. A quick reminder that if you want to participate in the show, if you want to call us and leave a message, we would love your thoughts, musings, whatever it is, whatever you got. Give us a call. Comments about piranhas. If you happen to know why above ground pools are more common in the north. North than they are in the south. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like the south has them, but I just feel like New York, they're everywhere. Um, 800-434-5454 is our number. Save that in your phone. We are friends. Have our number. Call us anytime. Today is June 3rd, which means a new show closed. Now, normally it would happen on June 1st, but I didn't prepare ahead of time. And so, <laughs> so I didn't have one when we were at the beach and then things were, you know, things were just hectic and the day you come home from a trip. So you didn't have time to pull one. So there is a new show closed effective today. If you ever want to know the specifics of what the show clothes are, um, like who it is and, and where it came from. We put it in the show notes. Uh, this month, it's Conan O'Brien giving a commencement address to Dartmouth. And I feel like I've used a clip of him before. Or... It's not ringing a bell for me. Okay. But I, maybe it was another Dartmouth commencement address. I don't know. Hopefully, it's not the same exact clip if I have used one before. But... Um, it's a clip of Conan O'Brien, and I went with a commencement address because it's, you know. Graduation time. Yeah, May, June, people graduating. So uh, there you go. Hi, Upside fam. 
It's T-Bird. Listen, man, I am just kind of on top of the world right now with the fact that y'all voted this podcast number one for an entire year. Like, I don't know if anyone really understands the magnitude of that. That is huge. I want to congratulate Callie and Jeff. I want to congratulate the whole Upside family. Um, I know that we're doing good things and we're going to continue to do good things. And hey, can we start getting together like soon? Let's start talking about it. I need hugs. I'm proud of you guys. Congratulations. I love us. I love us. Y'all have a great day. Thrive Cosmetics Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara is their best-selling product. And after using it for a year, I know exactly why. My lashes look incredible when I wear it. I get tons of compliments. And it's a mascara that can actually keep up with my busy life without me having to worry about fixing my mascara or wiping makeup makeup off my face um, because I used to do that all the time throughout my busy day. On top of that, here's why I love Thrive Cosmetics so much. Their products are made with clean, high-performance, skin-loving ingredients, and they never test on animals. On top of that, Thrive Cosmetics has a bold mission that is truly bigger than beauty. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. So that could be anything from emerging from homelessness to surviving domestic abuse or fighting cancer. I love Thrive Cosmetics. I love their products. I love their bigger than beauty mission. And I know once you try them, you're are going to love them too. Visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer for upside listeners. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. Thrivecosmetics.com. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. I am calling just to congratulate you and congratulate our community on 12 months of number one in a row. And I hope that you guys, as busy as you are, will take a moment just to kind of bask in this and what you've created. I have listened since y'all were practicing. And I am so excited that we have the validation and you have the validation because our community, your podcast, it's something great. What a journey this has been, and I look forward to it continuing. Love y'all. Love what you do. Love the baby. Just just love everybody right now. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Jennifer from Paul's Today Show just now. Callie, the quote you were trying to remember at the beginning of the show is, you can never trust a skinny chef. We just will make sure that we don't tell Kevin Gillespie that since he's looking so good these days. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the show. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Hannah. Um, I had to pause today's episode where you guys were talking about Final Destination and point out that the one with the logging truck is actually Final Destination 2. The first one's the one with the airplane, which, you know, we're really scared of that anyway, so that didn't really get me scarier. But, yeah, Final Destination 2 is the one with the truck, and I think everybody has that problem. So, yeah, just wanted to let y'all know. Have a good day. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Lisa in Pennsylvania. I had to stop the podcast. I have been made fun of so many times for what I won't drive behind because of Final Destination. So I actually have a piece that somebody else is still the same way. 
I cannot drive behind logging trucks. I cannot drive behind car carriers. I even some I even think about it when we're in an amusement park, just that, you know, some piece is going to come undone. Sorry that you guys feel that way, but I'm happy that I'm not the only one because I get made fun of so much. All right. Have a great day. Thanks so much. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Cheryl. Um, you were talking about what things you would never do from what you've seen in a movie. You are talking about the logging truck. My mother, when she was a teenager, actually had to go to the hospital because a log came off of a logging truck and crashed her car. Um, she's fine now. Love your show, guys. Have a great day. Bye. Hi, guys. It's Amy in Indianapolis, and the movie that I that made me not want to go somewhere. It's called Breakdown. And in the movie, it's about a couple who are named Jeff and Amy, which is mine and my husband's name. And they're driving along Route 66 and something goes wrong with the car. It's, you know, a bunch of bad decisions that lead to the story that has to happen. But the wife gets kidnapped and the husband spends all of her time trying to catch up with him. And it's not a scary movie, but it is very suspenseful, and um, it was a little bit terrifying just having their names be the same as ours. So uh, that's going to be ours. Thanks. Holler. Wondering. It's a new month. Two days in. No new show closing? No? Okay. Maybe I missed it in a previous episode where you said you weren't going to change it. I was just curious. I'd love to see each month what the new closing is going to be. All right, take care. Glad you had a great time at the beach. Later. It is our failure to become our perceived ideal that ultimately defines us and makes us unique. It's not easy, but if you accept your misfortune and handle it right, your perceived failure can become a catalyst for profound reinvention.